Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hi. And Forrest. Howdy. And are you on the Discord call or something? No. It looked like it. No, I was pulling up Discord because I got a notification mm. on it. Likely story. I... He's leaking the show <laughs> while we're doing it. Yeah. To other channels. It's where all of our it's listeners despicable. go. Um, so we have a new segment today that neither of you know about. Mm. We got a listener email. We're going to yes. read it later. I've been waiting for years for this. Um, we did. I did say in a previous episode that anyone who emails, we will read it on the show. You did. And the other thing that we need to uh, address is that we got a new haiku. <laughs> was it a haiku? I, I didn't bother I to count. Um, I just knew that it was a poem of some sort, and it was beautiful. I didn't like it. Yeah, because well, it's, it's directed you at you. <laughs> Uh, and so now we've our podcast has engaged uh, poetry, I guess, and, or inspired poetry in our community. You, you love to be an inspiration to the uh, people. Truly. S- Seth's fingers engage. Skull and bones, his realm of waves. Virtual seas embrace. And that's a tease as to what Seth has put like... I'm guessing around 80 hours into this past. So there's, no, there's really no way of. Knowing. Oh, there is. There is. And a you way. could look if you wanted to. <laughs> and I don't know if but you want to. But in my mind, there's no way. Right. Of quantifying it. Because um, I'll just because it's together. priceless, really. It all just sort of blurs together. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, to me, it's just been one long, seamless sea. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh. Man, it is wild. Um, I and so we've got a listener email, we've got listener poetry. Yeah. Um, is a listener email about any of us? Because then we might have to do it now. No, it is about uh, games. Mm, nice. We could do it now. We could open up. Let's with, do it now. We could start this okay. podcast with talking about games for once. So this is from. An, <laughs> this is from. <laughs> A, a listener, listener that we've heard of from before, who has written a poem before. Well, they, ah, they will friend remain of the show. Un, they will remain. I was about to uh, say unnameless, which is correct, but they will remain uh, nameless. From they actually didn't <laughs> sign it, okay, so well, I, then I, they I have will, no. They're unnameless. No, um, they're nameless. Hello, Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. Late last year, I picked up the Spider-Man remastered video game on Steam and played it for around seventeen hours. I was having a blast to the point where I also purchased the Miles Morales follow-up and was doing all of the side stuff with the goal of 100%ing the game. I think I did that. Yeah, not a hard thing to do. At a certain point, I could not stand to subject myself to the stealth missions that they shoehorn into the game. (laughs) They were clunky and a very strange interruption in narration and flow. And game flow, you cannot convince me that 100% of those stealth missions would have been much better served as cutscenes. I hate stealth missions in video games that are not designed to be stealth games with a passion. And the fifth time I had to play Miles Morales' Waits Behind a Box Simulator, I uninstalled the game. I could not (laughs) take it anymore. My question is, have there been any game mechanics like this that have made you guys put down a game forever? 
P.S. For the record, I hated playing Rotate the Circuit Puzzle in Doc Ock's Office 2. <laughs> I feel like that video game was trying to bring us back down to earth from the high of swinging around New York City uh, with some of the most boring extracurriculars of all time. Yeah, I guess I kind of, they, they remove a lot of that in 2 that I kind of had forgotten about all of the random, yes, weird, ex- like, interstitial stuff that you had to do. These, like, little... Not even mini games, just sort of these. They remove almost all of it in two. Yeah, there is a little bit, but it's not. Uh, the most egregious is the weird biking around the park thing you have <laughs> to do. Yes, that was um, weird. I need to get around to playing this game. Ugh, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> Instead, you played like Mega Man Beta slash two or something. What? I don't know. <laughs> I was playing Alan Wake. I gotta gotta look that up. Usually, usually when we're playing something relevant in the conversation, (laughs) play like a D tier video game, replaying Mega Man Zero. Yeah, honestly, he's he's playing a game that wasn't released but finished by some dude in Slovakia or something. (laughs) I don't know, Um, but but yeah, uh, game mechanics that put you off of a game. Yeah, I mean, God, I forced myself to. Really, most of my issues are survival mechanics that will make me put down a game forever. Um, that or needlessly large open worlds. Mm. Like, you do one of those two things, and I'm like, all right, I can not play this game. Um, but that's not a mechanic. I think that that's just a setting. It's a design Like there, Like, a mechanic would be something you have to do to play through the game. Uh, yes, walking for uh, hours with minimal actually entertaining things to do between objectives again i think <laughs> it's not really a mechanic it's just a feature of, of, a, yeah. of yeah, a bad it's game not a... but i do think that does it makes me think of in in the time when i was religiously playing the assassin's creed games whenever they would come out there were and there would always be articles about it how the how they continue bringing back the mechanic while you have to slowly follow someone or walk with someone. The, yeah, yeah, the trailing. Who you your character is incapable of walking the same speed. Yeah. You either have a walking animation that is slower than their walking animation, or you start running. And they're <laughs> Which just, is of course faster than that. And it's just like oh my god. A constant stop and, I hate and go. It. I hate it. This why do we need hmm. to do this? Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are tough. I would argue survival, I mean, survival stuff has killed like two or three of my games. Maybe, really, maybe my issue is the destinification of games. Like, uh, the having rare loot in a game that, like, my biggest issue with Avatar, I was loving that video game. I was having a great time with it. And then I couldn't progress because of the harvesting mechanic that wasn't consistent enough or had you had to harvest loot harvest fruit to get resources and the resources <laughs> had really hoping he was gonna say that. and yeah. the the resources to get the loot <laughs> and the resources had a rarity to themselves yeah. which then stopped you from being able to craft yes the These rarity are just, of yeah, they're just things. things that are and that are added to pad the time it's a yeah. and it exists what's the doll the entire like it's, the, it's the 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 russian it's nesting. like a the russian Matryoshka nesting doll. doll of like 
there's so <laughs> there's so many things yes. inside things, and it makes it impossible to actually play the game. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. So you just hit it on the head for me, actually. Uh, crafting mechanics, yeah, like that. Um, I find so many crafting, like the implementation of crafting mechanics in a lot of games, to be so pointless, mm-hmm. especially like. I I can agree with that. Like if I have to. It, like I, I I can't even like think of a specific game where this happened. I think recently. Tears of the Kingdom fixed crafting though. <laughs> yeah, <my opinion. laughs> yeah. I think that it perfectly <laughs> slap, yeah, slap that crap together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, instant su- results. Survival mechanics and then crafting mechanics. Uh, I mean, crap. That's why I pretty much don't play Minecraft. Uh, whenever any of my friends right try, I know Mine. it's very unfortunate. Um, I like neither mining nor crafting. It seems. It's it's the. I mean, I I say I don't like it, but I enjoy the silliness of Lego Fortnite. But I think that's because it's <laughs> it's Lego. Lego and it's Fortnite, and it's very silly that that happens. Yeah. And so, um, and I don't engage in that part of it. Cameron and them usually do, and then I just put together the resources they harvested, and then we just I'm like it's a different dynamic. Um, but yeah. Harvesting and uh, honestly, stealth is my least favorite thing in a video game. I love a good stealth. Uh, that's, I love stealth. And that's I my... love even bad stealth sections. Mm-hmm. No, then, you, sections. then you'd love The Last of Us. Like it's. Um, <laughs> oh, don't you know about the bit that The Last of Us Two is my favorite game of all time? <laughs> um, I thought it was David's. No, no, no that's one. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, I can't wait for you to play Last of Us 2, David. I won't do it. You agreed to do it. No. I did. Re- this is I, true. I walked that back. <laughs> and it's okay. I I can't force Seth to watch a movie. I will not be forced into watching <laughs> or playing Last of Us Part 2. That's fair. Which is the length of which like is a four, 20 yeah, which Advent is watching children's. 20 of Advent children. <laughs> yeah, it would be a much better experience. No, it wouldn't. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think sir. It, I think I would go insane watching any movie 20, 20 times in a row. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've watched a lot of movies a lot of times. Yeah. I think I've put Atlantis on to go to sleep like three times within the past week. Heck yeah. And I watch it about halfway through every time. Very the nice. movie's great. Oh, so good. It's uh, good movie. I get into habits with that, though. Movies I can rewatch over and over again. I'm... My brain just adapts to that. Um, speaking The opposite of, of this question, for me, thing I will love in any game, you smack a card game, and a, oh, in a yeah. game that otherwise doesn't need one, I'll, play, I'll be all over it. Yeah, I mean, a good card game, a good, uh, like, um, I, I love a good, I mean, it's what I loved about Horizon... What is it called? Forbidden West? Yes, Forbidden West. There was a weird combat chess type. Give me a good, like, figure chess type card, like, capsule dice, capsule card monsters. You were just Yu-Gi-Oh? saying things dungeon right dice now, dude. Dungeon dice Holy monsters. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> put uh, dungeon dice monsters on every game. Yeah. yeah. And that was sort of what that was. Like, you would put something down and it would have a certain attack pattern based on its, its class or whatever. And. Um, give me something like that and I'll, I'll play that. Most of my playtime in that was, was dedicated to that. Mm. Just one of the many reasons I can't wait for Rebirth to come out. 
play that it's supposedly Queens, got multiple in there Queens, that are good. Whatever so. Queen's Revenge or whatever Queen's Gambit. Queens, we are really Queens good. Blood, we are really good at remembering. Is what the card yeah. game and like. Well, we have approximate remembrance of many things. Yes. You. Uh, but to be fair, the game we haven't played it. Game you should play out. that Bellatro game that's out right okay. now. I. It, you might like it. It's a roguelike poker game. And it's you deck build for poker hands, and it's bizarre looking. Interesting. The giant bomb people love it. You might love it too. Personally, I would go with the same card all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what Dan does. It sounds like. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's poker. Yeah, just have a four of a kind every time. You yeah. can't beat it. Yeah, five of a um, kind. So thank you, Cameron. I'm going to be on his podcast next month. He was supposed to remain unnamed. I know it's okay. I'm gonna be. But on, we're announcing. I'm gonna be on the, the big room next month, and uh, we're we're gonna be talking about the Batman. Oh my god! It's gonna be great. <sighs> what a good movie! I know. What a good I'm podcast to listen to. When any of their episodes drop, I don't know, but I, especially the Batman. There's definitely movies <laughs> that I like that I've had them watch that <laughs> yeah, they did not the, like. Yeah, that that's I, fair. Um, I'm terrified to see what Nick's opinions of the Batman are gonna be. <laughs> I uh, should have them watch the movie Incantation. I'll be there in person to throttle him live on the internet if <laughs> he you. doesn't like it. So thank you. You guys should probably tune in for that one because <laughs> you'll be able to see it. Um, but yeah, um, now let's talk about our our video game experiences. I've just been playing Helldivers too. I've put 30 hours into that video game despite it not wanting me to put any hours into it. How many hours did I put into it, did we determine? You did, like, 25. Um, you still are a level or, a level or two. You're a, a level ahead of me, which, oh. honestly, it proves one of the things I told you before, that I don't feel like doing the higher difficulties like really pushes you so much further as long as you're playing consistently mm -hmm. because I'm only a level lower than you and I've been playing pretty much like level three and four the whole time not the level five Plus those six. those can occasionally ramp up to a nice bit of challenge without those, being just so brutal but those will get the level five and sixes will get you the the rarer resources which I haven't gotten to yes. oh, um, the samples the samples the rare samples yeah um i unlocked the laser rifle that's really bad yeah um, it's very bad i was kind of mad because yeah. it costed so much yeah metals so many metals um and you would think that it's a laser rifle it should yeah. be good but it's bad um it's more like a laser pointer yeah for real i pointed oh, at the enemies so and Nothing happens. I yeah. I should, I wanted. I haven't tried them against the bugs. I think the but I, I think the reason the laser is also disappointing is because every other gun has such a satisfying punch to it when you are shooting bullets out. Yeah, and that one has nothing. And that one, it's nothing. It's, nothing. Still, it's just a a line of light. That That's why I don't like the arc thrower or whatever it is. Yeah, that in the one game. stinks. Yeah, the arc thrower sucks. Yeah, uh, but so Helldivers Two is a third person shooter. Uh, it, you load into a, a planet and you drop into a you planet. drop into a planet and ODST you, style uh, and you're fighting bugs or automatons which are Terminator like beings. Yes. Um, I imagine eventually we will get to a point where 
both of them are on the same planet, possibly. Ooh, be cr- I think there's going to be, be a cool. third faction at some point. I do think oh. the suspiciously the bottom rounded part and is the top. not and the top. So there may be more. They did say that because of the success of the game, they are hiring more people and moving up some of their plans because they realize that they have a bigger crowd to serve mm-hmm. uh, here. Yeah. Um, there's been some. This rumblings. game really popped off. Yeah. Uh, there's to been, give some context. There's been a lot of rumblings that I've seen that uh, Bungie helped out with this game near the end. Oh, interesting. Um, which makes sense. They are owned by Sony um, now. They are owned by Sony now. Not PlayStation, which is a weird distinction <laughs> that I feel is needs to be made, uh, which is why they have a weird sort of wiggle room. But... Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really good game. It's hard to talk too much about it because it's just your. I I would I hate teaming to say up with bugs and blowing up bugs. Yeah. I think that one of the great successes of this game is that it has friendly fire. Yes, and that <laughs> it makes it almost enjoyable to fail. Yeah, because of how just over the top failing <laughs> usually is. Yeah. Um, like, there's no quiet defeat. Yes. You know, like, you're going to go down kicking and screaming oh, yeah. Yeah. and being overran and blown up, <laughs> demolished. I think one of my favorite things, neither of you, I don't think Seth played with Brandon at all, but, like, Brandon will accidentally call something in close, and he usually is very good about it, but the time that he does and it kills me, I always just am like, Brandon? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, sorry. And I was like, it's the same reaction every time. And you know you did it. That is the same problem I had with you with all your freaking minds. Just dropping them nah, everywhere. Dude, the minds are a you problem because you can avoid them. You can see them. I, I did most of the time. but <laughs> And also, to be fair, it was our other teammates that were getting hit by them more than I was. You can see the minds on the ground. You can choose sometimes. to walk into them. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they're sometimes completely obfuscated by <laughs> like foliage and rocks and stuff. Good luck. Um, yes. It's a very pretty game, and it's uh, it looks cool. Yeah. There's a lot of unique environments that I've seen so far, and um, I hate the robots. They're but they are working. They're on tough. It. They know the pain points of the game right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a it's a great game. I've put a ton of time into it. It's really good. Yeah, agreed. It is quite fun. And I consistently have people that want to play it and are playing it. So uh, it's some of the most fun I've had in a video game, especially like just like a a game that you can play with friends uh, in a hot minute. I had a lot of fun playing the finals. I really like yeah. playing that. I don't think that it was ever going to be fully lasting. But I do have I did have a lot of fun playing that. Yeah. Um, it I, makes me a little sad that I don't care to play that game, but maybe I did get my fill. But I I did think it was unique and fun what we did play of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I always lean more towards on a preference towards co-op games, though, to competitive when I have the option for it. So at least between finals and Helldivers, Helldivers is the pick. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I, oh, my perfect medium is probably I, 
Like even like looking PvP VE. Yeah, is yeah. Exo We're talking Primal. about uh Exo Primal was nearly perfect. No, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about, you know, the mode from Halo Five. Well, Warzone. Warzone. That crappy mode. Mm. Ooh, that mode was great. Nah, dude. Great mode. Every other mode in that. All game of was you good. people out there that couldn't appreciate it for what it was. The cards. Love the cards. Those As, cards literally you, suck the life really, out of that whole game. The people <laughs> the people may ended up making Halo work by being mad about the ways it changed I think mm. because then it caused them to over course correct back and no, and people still weren't happy so who's going to be happy don't try to please people just make the game you want to make run your race that's, that's true yeah. and put in cards put in <laughs> cards the cards were cool I got really neat weapons because of it yeah I got like exploded that you could only use in one game. Yeah, you could only use them once. Yeah. Despite the fact that those cards were for given to you at every single instance throughout that entire game. Yeah. But you could only use them in one game mode. Yeah, it's fine. I don't see the problem. It's the only game mode I played in it. Yeah. I didn't play a story. You're not missing anything there. Multiplayer. I thought the story was fine. I liked it. Mm -hmm. And I beat it solo legendary. to feed the horde in a turn yeah. over and over. Dude, I'm trying to work through that game four player legendary and it is a slog. I mean Halo th- three, four, five, and Reach on solo legendary. Okay, well most mm. of those are good experiences. Yeah, I actually <laughs> I had fun playing four and five. <laughs> solo legendary. That's crazy. Yeah, the warden was tough. It was fun, but he was tough. Then you had to fight like three of them. That was wild. That took me like two days. <laughs> People talk about Dark Souls being hard, and it is, but not like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Dark Souls usually doesn't just take one boss who's really hard and be like, let's add let's put three this more of them. Five more times throughout the whole game. We'll see in that DLC. Who who knows? I don't know. Mm. But, I mean, I, I will sit here and, like... I, everyone poo-poos Halo 5, and I think that it has some of the coolest moments in a Halo campaign ever in it. I, I really... Yeah, did. it had that Hunt the Truth podcast with... Which was good. I didn't listen the to it. The podcast was good. <laughs> the podcast and, and Nightfall were the best parts of then, Halo 5. And then you got the baller cutscenes of Master Chief and the, the other Spartan fighting. and Yeah, the guy no one cared about. John Locke. Yeah, I know his name. Like, why I love, are we... Why are we not? Why are we being someone else? If you Jesus? cared about him, if, if you had listened to the podcast, you would care about him. <laughs> Which is maybe a failing, but I understand. Ah, that's definitely a failing. <laughs> uh, but, you know. I don't know. Maybe put. I re listened to that podcast like six months ago. It rips. Stuff in the it's game so good. that makes you invested in the characters. Yeah, I, it's hard. They want, they, they're chasing the high of Halo 2 Arbiter. We've been all over the place this episode. That's true. That's okay. Um, they were they're chasing the high of Halo Two. It's hard to. I even think Halo Two is a mess, but it's fine. Oh, it is a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Halo people, Four is still goaded though. It's sort of like yeah. Pirates Two. Everyone <laughs> remembers Pirates Two lovingly because of, as a whole, or they remember it being better than it is because of the whole mm. not. Because of how it existed at the time. Because yeah, Halo a, 1 and 3 were great. Itself. Yeah. But Halo 1 and 3 were great, and the second one created the bridge to make that happen. But, <laughs> it, it, you know, uh. a bridge needs two anchor points. <laughs> and, and <laughs> without it, it's it's going to fall. 
Um, so yeah, I've played that, and I've been playing the turf game. I've been playing the Harry Potter oh, Hogwarts game. I thought you were. Uh, I was trying to like, what is he? Talking? And it is yeah, like a surf. It or is like I, seafood game. First thing I thought. Uh, Phobe stars. I okay. no. I regret to inform everyone that that game is uh, very poorly lip graphic. Like the yeah, lip dialogue. Poorly lip graphic. The uh, but it is very fun. <laughs> it's very fun. I. It's a good game. I mean, it. I I get to cast spells at people and do stupid things and whatever. It's Going very around, it's very pretty. Crucio at people. No, I have not done that yet. I I don't have those. I'm very early on. Uh, I did. The game does a lot of. Uh, what happens if you leviosa instead of leviosa? So here, let's talk about when Harry Potter lore mm-hmm. a little bit. It's stupid. I. Don't remember there being two levitating spells in Harry Potter. Well, there's Wingardium Leviosa. Yes. And then um, the other one is Lev... (sighs) Leviosa. No. (laughs) Spell (laughs) Harry Potter. There's... Maybe one's a light levitation and a heavy levitation. Yeah, I can't... Let me... Hogwarts Legacy. There's Wingardium Leviosa and Levioso. Just Levioso. But that's a control one. But you can use it to lift stuff. So it's just Wingardium Leviosa. But it's just Leviosa. Well, we named it Leviosaga. Was a beginner spell. Yeah. Well, you learn Levioso before Wingardium Leviosa. Why would you even need Wingardium Leviosa? I'm telling you this as someone that just experienced it. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that's why they took it out of the curriculum, though, by the time the movies happened. Because they were like, wow, this is redundant. Yeah, we're teaching two of the same spells. Uh, I also learned about uh, uh, Wagadoo. Would you guys like to know what Wagadoo is? Sounds like a slur. It does <laughs> a little bit. Kind of sound like a slur. It is the African <laughs> Wizarding School. Ah, uh, so it is a slur. Where they don't use wands. Okay. Do they use they just drums? Use their hands. Oh. Or they don't use wands to channel their magic. So that makes uh, them better. That wizards sounds than really those wackadoo. It also is the largest wizarding school. At the time, which I don't know when this game is set. But I learned about it because this game, I feel like, is taking steps, which is fine, but it is awkward, where it tries to course correct how terrible J.K. Rowling is by being like, look at this transfer student from Wagadoo. She is a good character that's going to be your friend. And (laughs) ask her about her ethnicity and lineage and why she transferred to Hogwarts and is it weird to use a Imperialism. wand of your hand? Does she and have to use the wand? No, she doesn't have to but mm. she likes it better. Which I do feel is gentrification. Yeah! I do, I do feel like what it is heck? taking away someone's culture from them in a weird way. Yeah. Which, Especially but she, because I was joking about but the imperialism. She does go it's, out but of, holy crap. it's like harder to do magic without a but wand. But she does go out of her way to say, 
I could not use it, but I like to use it better because it's dramatic. And it's like, I don't know if that... <laughs> okay, funny. like, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm imagining the, la- the later Harry Potter movies where they just, like, shot lasers at each other with their wands. How yeah. much Doing funnier that, that would be hand. with their hands. Yeah, it's just Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that would be that'd be great. Yeah. It has a, it gives a whole new meaning to the Voldemort "I can touch you now" scene, yep. like, and and he, like, was, he was an African, so <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Like it's this game. Every time, I I had a small conversation with Seth about this. Where like, I wonder how much be. some of this would, a lot of the iconography and like tropes that she delved into would be as problematic as they are if it was never revealed that she's a terrible person. Um, and Wouldn't like, investigate them. When, like, it would have been as investigative because goblins are goblins and orcs are orcs. Like, they sort goblins, of have a... Ghouls. The like, zombie with so, no conscience. So yeah. I didn't grow up watching or reading Harry Potter. I did not experience my first time with the series until the last movie came out and I saw it in theaters. But even up till that point... I had heard some of my friends talking about it, and they would talk about some things like, hey, so, this is a that, little weird. But that also was post-movie, where the movies made them, like, they, sure, were, but some they of the, were described that way in the books, kind of, but, like, the movies really made them. Yes, but the thing is that, like, there is an overlap there, though, of, like, yeah, some, yeah. The, some of the books were still being written while the movies were coming out. Yeah. You know, so they're... I mean, I'm aware. Yeah. I've, yes, exactly. Um... So just that, like, these are things that maybe weren't as prominent as conversation topics, but to my experience, have still yeah, been topics. But that's my point, is it would not have been ever as deeply looked into. It would have just been, like, people look at D&D and say, well, I, I wish that it had better representation and maybe would have been a little better. And people just kind of accept D&D for what it is. They're trying to change some of that and make it better, but, like... For a long time, it just was the way it was. And I imagine that Harry Potter probably would have gone, kept going under the radar if she wasn't outspoken and terrible. Um, So, uh, but yeah, I'm playing it because I wanted wanted something that was single player because my social battery started running out of uh, talking to people while playing video games. And so... I wanted something single player to play without feeling bad about playing it single player. Um, Do you think that when they have a character who is a wizard from the Japanese school, they will reveal they use swords to cast magic? I wonder... Or fans. I wonder what the rules are or like how you transfer schools. Yeah. That wasn't a question I could ask her, which was a shame. Uh, but how do you even go about that? Like, it's an entirely different school of magic. Like, you... It's a different Those continent. people... It's a different continent. Those people were not using wands. I imagine that there's probably some sort of yeah. difference between using just the world around you to channeling it through an object, which is a thing in D&D, which is kind of, like, cool and clever. Like, there is wandless magic yeah. in D&D, and then there is... Magic that you channel through a specific item, yeah. like Gambit, like, it's, <laughs> like yes, well, sir. It's kinetic energy, right? And it's kinetic, but like, there's. Now I'm just saying that really, 
it's a cool system, but it's used in a bad way. But yeah, you, you wouldn't think that you would go to a school that... You wouldn't leave. She even said that it's the largest wizarding school so, that exists. So which is which he, sounds rad. I so guess here's you, maybe any, the anyone who transfers to a school in a different country is going to have to come to terms with different ways that they educate. So yeah, yeah. I guess in in that sense, it's not all that different. But I do think it's it'd be like transferring to a school that says we don't use pencils here. We write only in pen. No, or we don't use we don't we write. don't use writing and uh, writing utensils. Yeah. It's we all just, absorption. It's all right. experience. Yeah. So that's so many questions about more more about wagon. Also, yeah. Do so well, so just they because it's do like hand signs like Naruto. Jutsu from Naruto. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that that would be awesome. You almost made me spit my coat. <laughs> That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. Um, but, so, here's an idea. What if, just because Wagadoo was the biggest wizarding school at the time, does that necessarily mean that it is the best, like, curriculum-wise? All right, well, now you're being racist. Now you're being racist. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) But... But like is just because a school with population is as good as the this, school with the white more, people. The more I'm seeing about Wagadoo here on uh, thewizardingworld.com, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I, what are the houses? Uh, we know that for some reason all of the wizarding schools have their own houses. They they don't have houses, but would you like to know what they get uh, sorry, instead the, of the, the the long houses? The would you like to know what they get instead of letters from the school? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it, do it. No, I'm d- trying to imagine the most racist thing. Watermelons. No. Jesus Talking Christ watermelons. Said. No, it is... Uh, <laughs> Good Christ. Visions from a dream messenger that will appear to them in their sleep. <laughs> okay, that's kind of rad. <laughs> no, but it's kind of worse than what's... <laughs> like, it's rough. Yeah, um, Yeah. so, Wagadoo. I, I learned about this... <sighs> You know, while I'm playing, and do they become witches or do they become witch doctors? I don't know. Do they have doctorate programs at the wizarding schools? I, man, you guys. That's a good question. Are there higher education wizarding schools? Yeah. Does a wizard have to go to move to America to go to Brown after she graduates Hogwarts, like Emma Watson did, if she wants? A, a Listen, if I, degree. I'll let y'all know if I get the answers to these over time. Just <laughs> write them down. We need here. to know about, we need to know more about the education system in the wizarding world, J.K. Rowling. We don't need to know that wizards poof away their poop. Of course, I start to Google, is there higher education? And the first thing that fills in, in Harry here, Potter. Because sure, sure. it's listening. No, it's that's not it. it. Yeah, it was magic, obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, so true. Uh, there is there is a thing called the Wizarding University with 15 campuses worldwide. So there you go. I don't want to talk bad about name. this anymore. Yeah. It is bad. It doesn't really inspire me to get, to pursue higher wizarding education. Yeah. The Wizarding University sounds like something like DeVry. Yeah. Um so there you go. That's what I've played. It's games. I'm just I'm in a a spin cycle until till rebirth. I wonder rebirth. if during COVID they had they had school they had classes at home. 
No. Mm. When you start to talk about bodily function stuff with J.K. Rowling, like the the Wizarding World, it be, it gets weird. Like they they didn't even poop for a long time, or they did, but they never. No, they they, they just magic it away. Magic it away. Whatever that means. So it either like, just disappeared and was still there, or yeah. it disintegrated. Or Which went bothers somewhere. why they build like ba- why did they build bathrooms then at like the school where like Moaning Myrtle is? I'm going to assume because so here's my idea is that it gets yeah so it gets whisked away to some other location whether that be another dimension or another like physical space on Earth. I'm I not sure, but it became this question. but it became a problem so badly that they were like we need to just yeah. deal with this also, like regular people whoever is magicking away the poo, decides where it goes, and a bunch of students would just be like, I'm just going to put this in the professor's room. Yeah. Yeah. And they come in, there's a bunch of invisible poo in there. I don't know if it's invisible. Or visible. It's probably visible. Definitely not odorless. Have you... uh, Tell us about your experience. Yeah, I feel like you're trying to derail from talking about... (laughs) Well, what? You see of these experience, sir. Skull and Bones. Skull and I've been Bones. playing Skull yeah, and Bones. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Assassin's Creed 4. You know, it would be better Talking if about I was mechanics. playing Assassin's Creed 4. <laughs> Talking about mechanics. Actually, yeah, go back to the mechanics thing. Bring you to playing a game. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, to avoid To put me avoid off of the game. While also taking away mechanics. Because all those things that you dislike are definitely in Skull and Bones. Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm sure. Well, uh, good look, thing I, I was never going to play it anyway. I find it to be a peaceful experience of playing. <laughs> Just, like, getting out on the waves and, like, no matter where something is, you do have to sail there. And so a lot of that is going to be just the physical act of sailing from one location to another. And I, I don't know, I just find it, I find it peaceful to play. Um, I've been trying to think of ways to describe this game. And I think what I landed on is that... <laughs> Skull and Bones, it reminds me of the moments in Destiny when you would land on a planet before, like, going into an activity where you're just running around in the different zones trying to find stuff to do. And that's mm. just, like, the whole game. So aimless? Yeah, kind of. Oh. Um, but, I mean, you know, you're, you're going out through the sea and there's ships you can shoot and places you can plunder and stuff to trade with other people. And sometimes there'll be a big boss ship that you can maybe get convince other players to join you um yeah it's a it's a confusing experience just because um Mm -hmm. i don't really know like what is the path of the game supposed to be like what is what is is there an end is the goal i don't know there is a story Um, are you playing it i have been off and on um the the world is kind of separated into three areas. One is like the east blue, the west blue, <laughs> yeah, north of the and and the Grand Line, the, the Grand, Grand Line, in kind of the middle of them, um, and essentially is that honestly, <laughs> uh, there's you got the starting area which is called the Red Isle, which I think is supposed to be Madagascar. I think, um, that's at least where it's situated in the world. Uh, and then you have the coast of Africa, uh, which is to the west of it and relatively close. And then across on the east, you cross the Indian Ocean to get to the East Indies. Um, 
And so the story is taking me to the East Indies where there's another pirate base and I guess a bunch more story missions to do, but I haven't really started doing it. Um, so yeah, I just... Playing it, it is confusing to like try and picture what the roadmap of the expansion of this game is supposed to be. Obviously, their map is going to get bigger. There's weirdly... When you go into the map screen, there is a whole portion of it that is just covered up as if, like, the map was torn off. Oh. Um, and so, like, but it's weird. I kind of like that. Because you know that there is stuff there because it's the world. And the, the coast of Africa goes further north. <laughs> and you can sail up to, like, the border and see, and there's still, like, land in the distance. But if you cross the border, it's like, turn back or your crew will mutiny. Um, so <laughs> oh, I, no. They and, don't want to go And it's up also there. weird because in every in-world depiction of a map, there's, all, there's always, like, a big piece of cloth draped over that area. So I don't know why. Like, obviously the maps are complete, but I, I guess they're just... So, like, northern Africa? Well, it's not even northern... I, it's well. Like it's Portugal? hard to de- it's hard to determine what the scale <laughs> of the world is. Um, this is something I remember in Assassin's Creed Four is that it was really hard to figure out what islands, uh, like were actually were that what islands like were real world locations right. because the scale of everything was so off. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just a portion of the map that is inaccessible, so I assume that will eventually become accessible. Um, and there are also like. On the map, you can find there are these trade routes you can discover, which basically um, there will always be ships going here, and it will tell you what um, stuff they are carrying. So if you want, if you need to find a resource, you can look on the map, go to one of those trade routes. But some of them, like say they're going off to Europe, or the, and they're the arrows are pointing <laughs> off the map. So I don't know, I. Like, the only thing I can imagine is that they're just going to expand the scope of the world that you can travel, um, because it doesn't seem like they have any intent on... To me, the natural thing would be, oh, make it so your character can actually explore the land that you can dock on. Um, (laughs) That's too much to ask. Or be... Or, you know, just go back to the stuff that was in Assassin's Creed 4, where you were a guy who could... Get off the boat by yourself and fight. Somehow, also too much to ask for. Mm-hmm. It's it's really strange. Um, so when you go and you dock somewhere, does it just become a menu game? No, you. There are specific locations, um, like there's two pirate dens that are kind of that have different vendors and and missions you can get. And um, so there is a mechanic where you can walk around and move around. Yes. Uh, and there are specific hideouts in different areas that are also places you can dock and go out. And they all, and it's weird, they all have like individually crafted little areas of land that you can go around. That are, but they're mostly just empty, except... Um, is that, there combat in those? No. Okay. Um, it's very strange because like they... they sp- took the time to build up this whole place and there's not really anything there like no functional purpose right there are little notes you can find that are just like background information about the world and then there are there'll be like two camps that are set up where there are different vendors 
Um, and in a lot of them, the vendors are kind of rotating. So depending on when you go, there will be different people off- offering different stuff. Um, but it's so strange because there are some that I've gone to that are interesting. It At one point, it reminded me when I was playing Power World because Power World is a game that is like an alpha. And it's very clear that there's not much of a game there. But there is a big world that you can explore, and you can go to a place and be like, mm, this is interesting. This will clearly someday be some kind of lore significance or event that happens in this area. Like, you can just tell by the way it's designed. Um, and there are places in Skull and Bones where it's like, there's one place called the Great Tree, and you go, and it's this, just this huge tree um, that has like this really cool inner sanctuary that you can go to. But there's no one Nothing to new. interact with, to talk about it to. Uh, and it's just like, why? What is this here for? Uh, it's So it's just, I just... It's really interesting that in like the 10 years that they, this game like restarted development, the end result was this game that is sort of a pared-down version of what was in Assassin's Creed 4, which... To be fair, is what everyone expected it would be when it was announced. Yeah. Like, just take the pirate stuff of Assassin's Creed 4 and make it a multiplayer game. Um, but it's just, it's so strange. It's like, there's all this stuff that it's like, I can't tell if something is going to be here or if this was originally planned to be something else and is left over. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I have a feeling that it will never it's be there. peculiar. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so either. They're going to the concurrence and stuff. That's not been great. Like, the, yeah, I I I I am. I don't know how long the game, like development in the game, will last. Yeah. Um, obviously, for Ubisoft, the the stuff that matters to them is how much people are paying in microtransactions. So. It it might not matter the amount of concurrent the, the concurrent player count if people are paying enough money and I have it seems like every time I'm loading into the the dock of the main area you'll, there's the the port will be littered with a bunch of ships that have that all have the exclusive um, stuff that you can only get by using real world money mm. so it seems like people are buying it like the second that stuff comes out. Which I guess is good for the continued existence of the game. But the game itself is... It's a curious thing. Um, I... Like I said, I, I do find it kind of peaceful to play. And I think the the ship and ship... The ship-to-ship combat is fun. It's essentially a, like a third and first-person shooter. But you're a boat instead of a guy. Um, which there's... You know, there's something fun about it. Like the constraints that moving your boat around and trying to figure out how to outmaneuver. Like, I, I, I f- have found that stuff to be kind of compelling. But also i found that fighting against other ships that are human-controlled is a bit of a pain. Um, because you also, like, they have healing items, and uh, which are all on timers, so, like, the only way you can win is... Healing items. ...is by sort of... As a boat... Yeah, um, they're repair kits, so you have to you have to like figure out ways to destroy the enemy ship in the time that uh, it it takes for one of the healing items to cool down. Essentially, um, there is also this once you reach 
the maximum ranking of kingpin. So I don't know what it's like. <laughs> there's a leveling system, but instead of like numbers, they all have titles, um, and then and then maximum is kingpin. But strangely, all of the titles have had as you went through them, they all had like the Roman numeral one after them, implying that there were further versions of it. But again, that's not that doesn't exist as far as I can tell. But once you do that, uh, this whole other mechanic of like. There's this drug smuggling ring that you can get involved in that will grant you a, a separate currency other than the silver that you use to buy stuff. Um, and there's this whole thing of capturing bases uh, on that only become available on certain timers. And um, there, when when you go around to collect the currency from these bases, other pirates get a chance to steal it from you. And I think that's what, like, what, when you, the top, the end game, I guess, is supposed to be is... Just doing that. Is doing that stuff. I don't, I don't know. It just it's, sounds like a hassle. It's, like, the whole game is kind of a hassle. <laughs> um, it's, it's a strange experience. Um, and I don't really know that it's good or not, but it does, like... I there I do I find a specific type of enjoyment from doing it, um, so I don't know I don't I don't really know what my thoughts are on it. <laughs> I'm still playing it, uh, and I don't know how long that will last. But yeah, that's a skull and bones. <laughs> There's a free eight-hour trial uh, if you download it. Mm-hmm. This. <laughs> I'll, everything you said just <laughs> really makes me want to download Makes that me want to play Sea of Thieves instead, <laughs> which is a more fun. It probably is. Sounds like. But you should play, we should play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, but I can't control the whole ship in that. Yeah, but you get to boss people around, yeah, which you I love don't to do. I want to do that in this you game. I just want to be the boat. But you, so you would play it where you were the boat. But I couldn't shoot the cannons. Yeah, we shoot the cannons. But I want to shoot the cannons <laughs> and drive the to boat. to be the entire boat. Uh, as the and I captain, also want to be able to jump off the boat and swim over to another boat and assassinate everyone. You just want to replay Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah, I do, I do. You can do I this. want it to be Assassin's Creed 4. That's And that that would get me to play it. It would. And if it was that, it do would you have know what interesting it? characters. Do you know what killed me playing Sea of Thieves? What? Or I keep calling it that because <laughs> that's just a pirate game to yep. me. Uh, it The fact that there was no ship-to-ship combat. The moment... Well, there's, that, yeah, there's no on-ship combat. Right. Yeah, the like moment, onboarding But, combat. like, there's no jumping over. Because yep. that was the funnest thing. It was. And so the moment... The moment I saw that that was reduced to like a weird cutscene that yeah. clips and then just ends. Yeah, it's I'm strange. Good. No thanks. I feel like they have to add it. Mechanics like, that kill a game. It seems <laughs> it's like a lack of mechanics that kill a game. Like if you're gonna add something, that would seem to be it. Even yeah. if you just turn it into like a combat mini game. Just anything. what I wanted the game. I wanted. I just wanted Sid Meier's Pirates. The, the old. <laughs> computer game yes sir and in that when you boarded enemy it was like this little rock paper scissors mini game and even if they had that it would be an improvement 
What I wanted was the canceled Pirates of the Caribbean game. Again. That I'll you never You talked get. about it, but I have no memory of it. I read the entire feature in Game Informer and dream about it all the time. God bless. And it was going to be a follow-up, basically, to Sid Meier's Pirates. That's basically what they were building. Oh, that game. The game it could have been. It never was. I feel like there was a Treasure Planet game back in the day that had a similar... Um, oh, that would be so concept, hard to control. Right. Yes, it was. Because it's got up, down, up, left, down, right. left, right. Three dimensions. Yeah. Right. Space. Movement. Hmm. That would be too hard. Yeah. Space I had a really tough time. We had like a demo disc or something for it um, back when I was a kid. And I played the crap out of it, but I never understood what I was doing. I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about the... Treasure Planet and Atlantis video games. Uh, the GBA Treasure Planet game was the first game that I ever owned personally. That is also the worst game I've ever played. Yeah. Despite You've it being the it. best movie. Yeah. <laughs> mm, not the best. It's a great movie. It is great. Uh, it is great. What did you play, Forrest? Uh, lots of Helldivers 2, of course. Um, I have not played it this last week, though, um, between server issues and... Uh, just some personal stuff and not really having much of the time. Uh, I decided instead to play a small little game called Dordone um, mm. through Xbox Game Pass. I thought it was Dordonia. Dordone? I don't think there's the nya at the end of it. Because uh, they said it multiple times in the game, and I think it was just Dordone. Mm. Uh, it's a river in France. Um, Just like denial as a river in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you play you as... Heard that one? I've heard yeah, yeah, no. No, I can't say I've ever heard of that one. I, there's no Sounds way. Like you're in denial. <laughs> no way. Um, but you play as this uh, woman named Mimi whose grandmother just passed away who had a house that was right off of the Dordogne River. And as a kid Mimi would spend some summers there and the game switches back and forth between uh the her, like the present day like Mimi is an adult and then her as a kid um and living and you live out like this summer that she is having trouble remembering as an adult um the summer she turned pretty uh, no the summer she got in a horrible accident apparently um, but it's a, it's a really nice little, it's almost like a point and click adventure game sort of, um, where you're just in these just nice quaint little areas and you're just kind of collecting some items, doing some little tasks, uh, to progress through your day. Um, but there's a lot of emotion and heart in it. And, uh, at the end of like the first day, I think it is in the game, um, the, the grandma gives Mimi this binder that she's like, oh, your grandfather and I, when he was still around, like, would use this to, like, you know, leave notes for each other or write to each other, stuff like that, like a really sweet thing. And she's like, why don't you have it? And during your stay here, you can fill out every single page uh, with, like, a picture and, like, poems and stickers and stuff like that. So that's kind of the gameplay loop is that you are... Uh, in the present day, you're like, man, like I, what, like, why can't I remember this stuff? And you'll come across an item that like kind of sparks, mm -hmm. um, this flashback sequence. Um, 
But it's a really nice little game. What's uh, the green eyeball? The green eyeball? Yeah, like on the the icon. It's like a big eyeball. I... Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I've been really just... <laughs> you mentioned denial, and it made me think of the Jungle Cruise joke about... <laughs> I am thinking of a different game. I don't uh, know what game I'm thinking of. It wasn't this, though. No. Right, that's why I was so confused. I'm like, what little eyeball thing? Um, but the real, like, the thing I really like about this game, though, aside from, like, the writing, um, is the aesthetic and art direction of it. It's very, like, watercolory, hand-painted. Um, but each area that you're in is a pre-rendered area that you then move around Ugh, in as a we 3D live a model. pre-rendered yes <laughs> like final fantasy 7 yes style. sir it is exactly like that it is beautiful it like you know there's some little jank to the animation um but like these pre-rendered backgrounds and the character models and just the art direction as a whole it was really charming um and the writing has a lot of really sweet moments that uh like this is this is one of those games that like I think I play like once every year that's like ah this reminds me why life is really good and why uh I need to tell the people I care about that I care about them you know like sometimes you just need a piece of media to remind you of the good things and this is definitely one of those games that does that um so yeah the good things yes Dodoro? Dordon. D-O-R-D-O-G-N-E. I think. Dogni? Dordogni. Dordogni. Yeah. Yeah, D-O-R-D-O-G-N-E. Hmm. A beautiful watercolor adventure about lost memories and family. I'm really trying to figure out what game I was thinking Sounds of. Sounds like Fast Seven. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Fast, Fast Seven. Fast Hobbs and Shaw. Which is, no, Fast Seven, which is about family and uh, Letty's lost and memories. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, wow. Letty's lost memories that I she gets I don't think Hobbs and Shaw is about... Lost, it's not about lost, lost memories. Lost memories, at least. No, I was saying that Fast and Seven is about Hobbs and Shaw. It is also about Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Um, sounds like they just ripped off Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's how many, how, how, what hard kind, to say. I've never how seen many, those, How many so. cars and what speed do they go? Uh, uh, there the was one car and... And what was the emotion of the driver? Sad. Uh, <laughs> and so frustrated. Because of, of Letty's memories. <laughs> but it wasn't fast. That's the, that's the real kicker. Dom can only go fast. So. And he lives mu- lives life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Know. We all know that is definitively in the character Bible, which is probably just a bullet point list. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we got three things today. If you had asked me what order I thought they were going to be the most interesting, I would have told you the different or a different order than what they ended up being. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about them in the order from most interesting to least interesting. I'm really annoyed that I can't figure out what this game is. Number one is the Borderlands trailer. That's most interesting. We've done it. Everyone, 
Yeah, we finally the get Borderlands finally trailer get the, has arrived. Uh, another Borderlands movie update after how many? Finally, can a year and a half it's been of a silence. Long time. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors. The last update we talked about on this show was that Craig Mazin asked to possibly to take his name off of this movie. That's right. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Um, you know what? And he's probably wrong for it. This movie looks freaking great well, in a bad a way. Well, it has a good trailer. It has a good trailer. Which is a rare that thing these days. Leaning it's a, a bit too thing. much in the Guardians of the Galaxy oeuvre. Uh, that's fine. You we'll know, see that's a way much... to get me to see this, though, because I'm going to be honest, I don't really care about Borderlands. I was going to maybe see this, but you, you gave you something that... You were going to have to see I it. I was going to have to see it, yes, but I wasn't going to necessarily enjoy it. But after this trailer, and hopefully the tone that they present in the trailer is reflective of the whole movie. I'm uh, sure it is. Then yeah. Is it reflective of the tone of Borderlands 2? Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, I think uh, I think this is going to be a pretty solid time. Not Man. the tone of Borderlands 3, which is good. Yeah, it avoids that. Yeah. I can't... I'm just amazed that this game, that this movie trailer, the the weapons, like the setting, it all felt very Borderlands. Yeah, it looks yeah. Like, like Borderlands. Everything. Now, it is weird. I wonder if they did test screenings with a sort of... Yes, because remember they said they were going to do that. They said when you watch this, you're going to... Like, it's going to be a live action, but also feel like Borderlands. And I wonder if they did do testing with some sort of overlay, you know what I mean? And then they just decided that it's not working. Yeah. Um, like I feel like sort the only like way the, they could have done it is painted the characters. Right. Well, no, there was the, that weird Scanner Darkly movie, which yeah. was live action yeah. with the filter... I like that movie a lot. Oh my God. But, uh, it would be trippy but, if, that, if this But, like, I wonder if they were going awesome. for something like that, and then they just decided yeah. it wasn't working. Well, if that was ever an idea, they made the right choice in pitching it. <laughs> um, I felt like that would be too distracting. Right. It would It would have been crazy. I feel like there's a way they could still keep it. Um, just doing, like, the character card bits from the game, you know? And that's where they put in the style of it. And, and then they pull back out. And maybe yeah. they reference... They reference... They... they, they hmm. It's not necessarily a reference, but there is one point in the trailer where, like, there's a weird hologram over their faces. Like, yeah, it's very yeah. obviously like a disguise a or something. Well, in um, the games, you could use the new you system to right. change the way you looked. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's probably that's what they're what doing. That will be putting um, on some weird mask. But it looked pretty funny. Yeah. It, I mean, it's poop jokes. It's pee jokes. But that's kind of your Borderlands. Yeah. Uh not enough of the psycho being crazy in the trailer. Really, not a whole lot of Krieg. Hoping that. Uh, I mean, he's in it a lot, but he doesn't make any noises. I'm hoping he's crazy. Yeah, I still think it's weird that he's in the movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, no bird boy. No bird boy. No, yeah, no, no more so no brick. Uh, no brick. That's brick, unfortunate. It's hard to have brick and right. It's hard to have brick and Krieg because they and fit Krieg the same archetype. Like, but I think brick is better because he actually has a brain. Right, but it's hard because people just that mask is so synonymous it's with true. Borderlands. It's yeah, true. so like, the iconography right. to include that. Um, it's it's weird. I I do think that this looks like it'll be fun. Yeah, I think. Uh, Kevin Hart can always sell a joke. Like he's, 
Yeah, and he's doing the kind of uh, deep, gruff voice yeah. uh, stoic thing, which he has done successfully as, yeah. a, as a funny bit in other movies. Yeah. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh <laughs> Like, because I, I, I don't, I haven't watched many Kevin Hart things, but most of the things that I've seen him in were all pretty much him just it, playing the same kind it of It made me think of nice. him trying to be Danny Glover in Jumanji, which was really, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jumanji <laughs> 2, which was really funny. Oh, yes. Those, there were great moments <laughs> yeah. in those movies of characters acting as other yeah, characters. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, yes. Especially in the second one. <laughs> yeah. Um, that second one is special yes. in a lot of weird ways. Um, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> oh man, it's a great <laughs> and The Rock acting like Danny, like uh, yeah, Danny DeVito. Oh, that's so great. That's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it it looks like it'll be really fun. Kate Blanchett. I bet uh, this will have a very similar vibe to the Jumanji movie. Yes, I bet you it will too. I can dig the, it. The the guns looked really cool. Yeah. Like there's even the ones with the spinning barrels at one point in the trailer mm-hmm. and the old infinity. Um, I would like to rewatch this trailer and actually like look at it bit by bit and see if those guns actually look like they are actual props that are able yeah, to they, do that, that stuff. Cool. That would be cool. That would yeah. be you don't know how much I would pop off over but that. But they did say I think there was a news bit where they said they were building a lot of them. Good. Like yeah, I, was, I love I to hear that. I was watching a little video short on Twitter that had Randy Pitchford pointing at a bunch of um, like Easter eggs that are in there. Uh, and one of them is is the pistol he points out. And another, he said that the Echo devices, apparently the props department built a bunch of different ones. Uh, to different actual levels of functionality. Awesome. With like light up screens and nice. stuff like that. Which I think it will be important in making this movie aesthetically look good. Right. Yeah. Uh, like having, because everything is supposed to look like junk. Yeah. Um, and so I. Junk it, punk. It, it would be less effective if all that stuff was CGI. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of making it out of junk. Give me a tangible piece of crap metal thing to work with, and it'll look now, great. Now, the question is. Will there be a video game adaptation of this movie That's a called Borderlands <laughs> the, the Movie, movie the, the game. Video Game? I can only hope. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be very be cool strange. with that. It would be strange. Uh, but I, I would play it. Do you think that they would get the cast from the movie back, though, to reprise yeah, the they roles? Yeah, they would do this. I think they would. Mm. I'll tell you, the one joke in this that did not land for me at first <laughs> in was the claptrap pooping out the lead and it did not work for me until he he made it weird and said yes please look at me and then it, and then I was like okay that's weird <laughs> enough that I'm kind of here for this joke so I don't know but I I think claptrap is the one that I that I'm not totally sold on no yet. no I'm not either but that joke uh, also T, also tiny Tina uh not my favorite character in game yeah um I like what she's doing in this, so at know. least so far. Um, but yeah, I, I'll i say that as I was watching it, I was wishing that they had the original voice actor being Claptrap. Right. Especially because there's no one actually on screen. Um, like, they, they could have picked anyone to voice it. But yeah. of course, given how he left... The Borderlands, the uh, how he left Gearbox and wasn't in Borderlands 3, I knew that was 
out of the picture. Right. Uh, but that one, I'm trying to... It feels like a different style of humor than Claptrap had in right. the first two games. Um, may, probably the kind of humor he would have had in, in the third game, which I didn't like as much. But him flipping the dudes by the crotch definitely was a no- Claptrap thing. Yeah. So I I know he's going to be a big part of the movie, so a lot will definitely hinge on the way he is written and performed. I also think uh, he's going to be just like the butt of a bunch of jokes in the movie, though. Like he's going to literally yeah. be a can to get kicked around. Yeah. And I'm kind of there for it. Yeah, the opening shot in the trailer is basically uh, a re- a reprise of his the the stairs joke that yeah. they constantly made, which was always funny <laughs> when Claptrap would go somewhere and be like stairs. No, <laughs> this is one weakness. Uh, but the, it's not in the trailer. It's not delivered as well. Um, hopefully, they do have the stairs joke uh, and you know the all of the yeah. This, the, all the other random claptrap stuff. This did make me want to play Borderlands 2 again. It did. It made me want to play it again. It's terrible because I will do it. <laughs> Don't threaten me. Yeah. And, it'll, and, it'll, and it'll be enjoyable yeah. because it's a good game. Uh, yeah. That game got me through my wisdom tooth surgery and I, recovery. I've played it so many times it's got me through <laughs> multiple things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've only ever been two characters in that game. <laughs> Zero and Krieg. You don't need yeah. any others. And you find one that you like and you just keep playing them. Yeah. yeah. Especially and Krieg. I played as Roland, so. No, not Roland. was the... The Roland yeah. 2. Axton. <laughs> yes. I can't believe I pulled that yeah. out of... I, yeah. I, 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 could, I, I could not. I never... <laughs> I pulled that out of... <laughs> I know Zero and I know Krieg. Uh, I could not tell you the names of the other characters. Was it Lilith? No, no that was Lilith one. Was one. It was a she different was, Siren. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Siren is the only thing that I'm remembering. Yeah. I don't remember and her And she was name. in Borderlands 3. Yeah. Can't remember who she is. Hold on, I'm gonna... I remember she was killed unceremoniously. You hate the Siren. Oh, God, God, yeah, that... So stupid. That... Gave her powers to that annoying, horrible child. Uh, Borderlands 2 was... Oh, my God, what? Axton, the Commando. Yep. Maya the Siren, Maya. Salvador, Salvador the Gunzerker, and Zero the it's Assassin. It's funny, yeah. Salvador and Axum did not show up in Borderlands 3. With Gage the Necromancer. Gage! And Krieg the Psycho. I played as Gage, and I played as Axton. I tried playing as Maya once, and I did not like it, and I stopped. She's, so she's who I played as? Yeah, that scans. <laughs> That's you. I, I just like we, the biotics in from Mass Effect. I think okay? if we were to see <laughs> cameos from any other playable characters, I think that uh, my brain just blanked on the name of the characters you just said. I think uh, you could see them in like a bar the or macro, something. I th- well, I think the Macromancer girl could show up because I think she's got a good design and, and a good gimmick. Uh, and, you know, hope we see Mordecai and Breaking Yeah, them. you could see them. Like, or they're on a wanted poster or something. And yeah. obviously, Handsome Jack will, that will for sure be a cameo. Moxie there. was in the trailer. Yeah. That was interesting. Split second. I wonder who's playing Mad Moxie. Uh, it's, uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah. I can't either. But, you know, 
Um, I think it'll be a fun time at the movies. Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon, yeah. Yeah. That's a good casting. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm just excited. It's going to be a good, good time. One interesting thing is that all of the characters we've seen visually skew a bit older than their uh, presentations in the games. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, weird choice, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Kate um, Blanchett sounds kind of old as Lilith. Yeah, but I, she looks rad. She so looks I so cool. Good, but she, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have a problem she, with it. It's just yeah. some of her line reads in that trailer just sound like, she sounds so weathered. <laughs> but it, but she also, like, the, that's sort of the character she's also trying to do at the time, yeah. too. Because yeah. she's, like, she's very much someone that hates the planet. Like, that's what they, um, Yeah. It's clear that she seems she's the driver of the yeah of the story. Yeah, she's going to be the main point. Which I guess makes sense because she was the driver of two and three to an extent, and right. the characters in one didn't really have a whole lot of characterization. Yeah, little to none. Yeah, really. Um, until the second. Yeah, one it wasn't until they came back that yeah. they turned into actual characters. Um. Which is why Borderlands 2 is genius. Uh, yeah. It recontextualizes an entire video game, yeah. uh, which great. is great. Um, and then the second thing that was the most exciting was the Shadow of the Erd Tree trailer. Boy, Interesting howdy. trailer. It is. It looks very cool. I was grinning the entire time of this trailer. It just made me think, like, man, what a freaking good game. Yeah, like, I was definitely looking at oh, this stuff's all cool. I'll never play it. Uh, but it did look No, cool. you gotta go back. I'm not going back to that game. First of all, I don't own it anymore. Uh, and second of all, there's no way that I can warm myself back up into that game. Mm. I think by June 21st, my birthday, I will find a way <laughs> to... But definitely it. looks cool. There's a Mesmer, looks crazy. Yeah. It is... The size of Limgrave, yes, they said. which I think is impressive. That, cause that, is, that is basically... Pretty nice. A lot of people who play that only spent the game in Limpgrave. And you can do that and have, like, a great experience. Yeah, it's like a 30 to 40 hour game <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Limpgrave. Um, I definitely speed ran the rest of that game compared to the amount of time I spent <laughs> in Limpgrave. Yeah, I think I, I bet a lot of people did. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to play it. Some crazy looking monsters. <clears throat> I said on the show oh, yeah. I wasn't going to play it, and I, I can't. I'm I'm going back. It looks so good. You don't know how happy that makes me to hear. It looks so good. Yes, it does. The weird m- man with worm head that eat people. That just <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I I got I got to play this trailer and I literally went oh like <laughs> big 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 fireman. Yeah, big, big, big fireman. I big fireman. Me. Not to be confused with the fire giant. Yeah, right. Uh, he was a giant. <laughs> That use fire. Yeah. This is a guy who's made a fire. This big fireman. Um, lots of cool dudes. Yeah. And <laughs> scary looking dudes. Um, yep. The dude that I thought was Mikola, but is not. Talking about Mesmer? Yeah. Mesmer looked cool. Yeah, he looked cool. Now. I don't know what his deal is. Mikola is in the trailer. I want yeah, to read you guys a quote from. Please. Please. From Miyazaki. Mesmer got this. He looks like Melania. He's got snakes. Because my brain, this is like 
Tetsuya Nomura levels of insane, this quote. And I want to see if any of you can understand it. Let me scroll up. The question for Miyazaki was, can you set the stage for us with Shadow of the Erd Tree? Where is it taking place? And can you speak kind of generally regarding the, what the story is going to be about? He responded, first of all, the setting of Shadow of the Erd Tree is a brand new land. It's a brand new map separate from the lands between. What? It is a land that is overshadowed by the particular shadow of the Erd Tree, as opposed to the Erd Tree in the lands between. So far, pretty much makes sense. <laughs> then, <laughs> and it takes place again on an entirely separate, physically separate map. So it will involve a warp of sorts to get there in terms of setting and themes. Here's where it... It technically occupies the same space as the lands between oh my God. the same universe. But due to something story related, this has become physically disconnected and you'll travel to the shadow of the earth tree. Well, this is all very clear. Yeah, place. that sounds pretty clear. <laughs> there is a line in the trailer that where someone says, reach out and touch the withered hand to uh, tra travel to the, the land. Obviously, they're talking about Mikola's hand, which appears at the beginning and you're probably going to go into some kind of dreamscape that she that he occupies yeah uh and of course he had his own tree the halig tree and that that's probably what the tree is that is in the world um uh but yeah i would i would imagine it's some sort of parallel realm that he is occupying i don't know if it's going to be the halig tree but maybe on like a conceptual standpoint it is like what it could have been if it was not a rotted if it worked yeah yeah if it worked what is it working this is where like yeah it's, it's just vibes it's yeah. just vibes yeah, yeah. It's just, oh yeah yeah know. these games are all vibes yeah uh i said i sent that to my coworker who loves these games and he all he did was reply you don't play these games because they make sense. And then that he said, true. you play them because they effing rip. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, this guy gets it. Yeah. Um, so it's, you Listen, know. there's deep lore. It doesn't all make sense, though. True, don't worry about true. it. It just sounds cool. Yeah, I I'm, summoned the dark moon. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to, I'll, I'll re-get the game and then delve back and arise, ye tarnished and... I might start a new save because I'm terrible. Who knows? Did you ever new game plus? <sighs> no. Mm. I could do that. Yeah. So then you still have all your stuff. But well, I don't know if I'd be able to get to the DLC because that's in the. Oh yeah, you would have to work in the your way egg back where you to... fight. Mog. Yeah. Mm, good old Mog. Which is where's yeah. how far is that in the game? I can't remember. That's like game. end game stuff. Yeah, I don't Pretty know if I want to do that again. Yeah, that's fair. I might just... I don't know if I fought Moog the first time. I would offer to help, but you got it on Xbox and I got it on PlayStation. <laughs> did I get... Did, is Moog a mandatory? No. Fight? No, but... No, no, he's optional, but I think if we're gonna... Like, if we're running on Ooh, the assumption... yeah, I did not fight this dude. No. If we're running on the assumption, though, that we have to get to Mikola's hand... Before going yeah. into the shadows of the Erd Tree I'll stuff, probably you're probably gonna have to defeat Moog. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go do it. Can't be that hard. It's a fun fight. <laughs> it is a fun fight. 
Uh, <laughs> really difficult, though. That's fine. Uh, I'll make it work. That's probably the fight that I maybe, aside yeah, he, from... He's got some crazy, like, mid-battle attacks that yeah. just, like, destroy you. Yeah, his phase changes are heck? some of the most, like, difficult things that I've ever encountered in I'll just games. Kamehameha him with my clone, and it'll be great. Like, it always works. They never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, there's a... Um, there's two versions of Moog, actually. So if you want to do a test run on an easier version, there is one below oh, yeah. the Lindell Capital. I like down deep in the sewers. That's how you get the Isn't that the, 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 frenzied, the frenzied flame ending. ending. Mm, yeah. I did not I went down there a little bit and then I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's I fair. I don't away. think I explored that stuff at all. It sucks. Like, I mean, it's, it's a good area, it's, but it's just very challenging and difficult uh, and very confusing layout-wise. I hope they bring back that girl who ate those eyeballs thinking they were grapes. Oh, God, oh. that girl. Yeah, there's so many small things in Elden Ring that I would uh. love to, like, see again. Yes. I want to see that rat bastard that I killed took his armor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that. The character that has a crucial side quest that I never did. Yeah, the the armor of the the guy holding the twin armor. Oh, yeah, D. Yeah, D. He just killed him. D and his brother... That's not my fault. Davos or something like that. I just thought he was a wandering boss. That's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. He spawned with a group of skeletons around him, and I'm like, oh, this guy brought friends to a fight, and then I just... <laughs> went to town and wrecked him. <laughs> Crazy. Like one shot. I mm. well, not one shot, but I like I didn't have too much trouble. You molly whopped him. I tore him apart, <laughs> and I felt good. And he's I'm got, like, I got this cool oh. armor. Yeah, and I was like, I got this cool armor. And then it not until like yeah. a week later, someone was like, Yeah, this D side quest is really good. And I'm he like, said, Huh? I was like, I don't know what this side quest is. <laughs> and I looked it up, and yeah, I killed D. That's I, the wonder of yes. these games. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Between that and the guy where the rest of his side quest was bugged and I murdered him because I was mad about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so I never that finished funny. that. Uh, yeah. Good, good game. And then the, you know, the Nintendo Partner Showcase. The Nintendo Partner Showcase. Which I, I don't mean to be on brand, but the main exciting thing was that I, I get to play Epic Mickey Rebrushed. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I got a big problem with that name. Rebrushed is not... A word that people use. Yeah, that's fine. It's fun. It's f- things can be fun and not make sense. I don't think it's fun. I think it's just it's copying a trend of giving of not wanting to call things remasters and so making up a word. It when when that started out, it was fun because people were using words that made sense within the world that we live in and the world of the game. Like recoded. Yes. You rebrush paint. You you rebrush a wall. With paint? You're painting walls in this? So it makes sense. <laughs> Have you ever used that word to describe <laughs> no. painting? Hold on, let me but go rebrush this part of the but wall. But also don't paint I Because you don't say repencil, you know? You revengeance. You redraw. You revengeance, <laughs> yes, sir. You, you revengeance, though. Yeah, but that wasn't a remake. <laughs> that was a revengeance. That was a restarted I just got a, pro- I just got a real problem cycle. with that name. They could have just called it something else. They could have just called it Epic Mickey. The SEO. You gotta have a subtitle. It's so stupid. 
Um, interesting great. thing. So we got the reveal of Grounded, which was we had speculated privately that, you know, there was the news about the four games that Microsoft was releasing, and we knew three of them. Well, we thought when we speculated the fourth one would be grounded, so that got a prominent spot um, in one of the showcase, like the the rapid fire segments. We saw Pentiment, um, and then later in the day, it was announced. Uh, Bethesda announced that Hi-Fi Rush was coming to PlayStation, to PlayStation so Five. Did you so, see why that was announced? Though, no. it's very funny. It's because a uh, South American but yes. official Bethesda account uploaded it early. uploaded a trailer early during the direct time. But but the, I'm just saying that you know that's probably the reason they announced it. But it's coming out like next month, right? Uh, and it's not coming out for Switch, exactly. Which is um, weird because the so like, the. But I think I, I saw some speculation that it's probably they are slotting it for Switch 2 because the game needs to run in 60 frames per second yes. for it mm. to work. That's what I was about to say. Um, so this, it, that, was just that game an, does have a lot happening under the hood, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's a rhythm. It it probably wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be all that playable on the current version of Switch. No. Uh, so I just uh, you know I thought that was an an interesting quirk of the of of all of the Microsoft stuff that was going going on. There's also another interesting quirk that you didn't bring up. It's the omission of a very specific rare game out of all the rare games that they brought to the. Yeah, that was a strange. Um, yeah, there's a big two omissions. Well, look, there's a lot of rare games from the 64 era that are still not on on the Nintendo Switch Online, and they revealed today that Blast Core is coming, which is fun. Uh, Blast Core is like a cult favorite. It's a game that I never really enjoyed. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. Along with some Game Boy games, NES games, mm-hmm. or Super Nintendo Battle games. Battletoads or whatever. And- yeah, a lot of good choices, of course, but... What can we say? No Banjo-Tooie. No Donkey Kong 64. No Perfect Dark. Um, no Diddy Kong Racing. No Diddy Kong Racing. It Really weird. I don't, I don't know who these decision makers are. I think it would be and especially easy to bring games that have Nintendo characters as the main characters. Now, the, now is this because there's a bigger remaster in the works for Banjo, maybe? Because there has been rumors that there yes. is another band, yeah, that either another banjo or the... in in the works. I'm like, I don't know, but Banjo Kazooie's already on there. I don't think that a new banjo game would be Banjo Tooie. So I don't think that would. Be is banjo in the way. on there already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to put Donkey Kong 64 there. I'm yeah. shocked that it's not. Yeah. The only reason it's probably not is because. People don't think it's a good game. Uh, but they put such random games on these collections. Yeah. It's like, what? There's I, no what rhyme is, or reason yeah, to it. Yeah, what is the decision-making process with this? I don't understand. Yeah. So yeah. Ever since they, they, they rolled it out, it's like, why? All of these games already existed on older consoles. 
Why can we not just put them on here? Why do you have to roll them out slowly over time? Because every console, they start back from square one it's with bizarre. their it's... older games catalog instead of just making a... Uh, I've, I've done this field a million times before. So, was there anything else I super missed from this? Because I'll tell you what happened. Is they uploaded it. I noticed the video had timestamps. You just looked at And I looked and I was like, oh, Epic Mickey. I'll click on that yeah. one. And then I Oh, Star on... Wars Battlefront Classic yeah. Collection. So my, ex- my experience was similar in that I opened up YouTube. I went to my subscriptions tab so I could scroll down to where the, the thing would be. And of course, above it, as I passed, as I was going to it, I passed a bunch of thumbnails for all the individual videos that they uploaded <laughs> of the of the separate fields. And so I like I saw everything, and then played the direct, uh, which is you know it's funny. Um, I Gunderbreaker four popped out for me, of course. Uh, you know I'm all up on that, yeah. Gundam, especially one where you can like collect parts and build build buddies. I thought it looked neat. Uh, Unicorn Overlord. Of course we love that. We, uh, Pepper Grinder. We, we gotta love that. The game uh, looks really fun. Yeah, it's got a demo out. I haven't played it. Also, Unicorn Overlord has a demo. Uh, two games. Someone at Nintendo has a lot of stock and faith in Endless Ocean. Yeah, that this, was crazy. This was the, yeah. the big Endo, endo <laughs> reveal. Um, but wait, there's one more thing. Yeah. But they've done this, like, the last few partner showcases where they tease a big reveal at the end, and then it's something that you've never heard of. It's like, what is or this? Or that if you have heard of, it's like you've only heard of the title. You've never heard anyone you know actually talk yeah. about these things. You've never seen gameplay from it, like, ever. I guess it was a Wii game? Yeah, so yeah. there was a Wii... I, I had to look it up, because the way... It, the the name's like Endless Ocean Luminance or something yes, like luminous. that. Yes, Luminous. And I was like... And I looked at it, and the way it's put out, the way the title is presented, it made me think, wait, was Endless Ocean a franchise that already existed? And lo and behold, it was a game that came out on Wii. Um, and I think there was a sequel. I don't know. Uh, no one is sure whether this is a remake or a sequel. Um, <laughs> but of course, when you're porting a game from the Wii to the a modern console, like does it really even matter all that much? Right. Uh, it's an underwater, I guess, sort of chill diving game. But I guess the big thing is that you can explore with thirty people underwater. The Japanese title for Endless Ocean is Forever Blue. Mm, good That's title. better. That's much better. Where's the Forever Blue Power Rangers special on the Grand Line? Oh. Is it a, like on the east? <laughs> or there's the Deep Blue, which is where that guy wants to fish, the chefman. Here's the right. thing about the One Piece world: there, you got all these four oceans. Is the world flat? I think it is. Yeah, because you got <sighs> because there seems to be, and there seems to be only one way to get to the One Piece, which is at the end of the Grand Line. If the world was a sphere, you could just you could go the other way. The One Piece is inevitably the friends they made along the way. But, Which is real. And the treasure that Gold Roger left. He left a note that said, you got friends now. Yeah, smiley <laughs> face. And it's got a smiley, smiley face. face. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even a wink. Uh, 
Man, I really hope that live action show uh, just covers the whole thing because that'd be crazy. I really don't yeah. want to watch the anime. Um, but yeah, uh, what else was in this direct? I don't. Uh, I'm interested in the Demon Slayer Mario Party game. I guess. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. I'm like, oh, Mario Party. I also be. I <laughs> so think we will be I getting. I think this. it's only because we've all played Mario <laughs> Party together multiple times. Yeah, but I saw it. and I was like, I want that. I think it's probably a dumb thing to want. But I wanted to have that and play that with the, with the boys. Mario franchises yeah. should have dumb Mario dumb Party yeah. games. Yeah. Why it's not? why we love Fusion Frenzy. We all love Fusion I Frenzy. I don't think I ever played Fusion Frenzy. Yeah, I No, that's on the list now. We're, I'm going to make sure to download that. Is that that one Xbox game? Yeah, I remember yeah, it's it. It's literally yeah. one of the best games ever made. I don't know what... <laughs> Zach and Samson, and I cannot remember the other two names. <laughs> Beat and... Yeah, don't I never played it. Yeah. I've always wanted to play that. Um, Zach attacking the back, back, back. He says what was that? that weird Monopoly <laughs> game? Not Monopoly. The, the oh, frenzy. I can't think of the name. It was on Wii. It was like this long running Japanese Mario Party style game, but with like hardcore finance in it. <laughs> that always looked. It, I really wanted. We to love. Play. Sounds finance. like a Yakuza mini game. Or sorry, like a dragon mini game. Uh, there was a game in the showcase, uh, a ranger, a role puzzling adventure yeah, that looks that really unique. I I think I may give that game a shot. Um, but basically, like every move, so it's like a top down perspective. It's a puzzle solving game, but every move you make is basically like uh, shuffling like puzzle pieces along. Yeah. I I don't know how else to describe it. Like, each tile is a puzzle piece that gets moved around. Almost like a Rubik's Cube, kind of. Um, that gets moved with each uh, move that you make. Yeah. The whole unit moves rather than just you moving space to space. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed neat. Yeah. It, you know, it was it was definitely a, a Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. Yeah. Oh, also there was another Crab's Treasure. That which looks, is just yeah, a, it's the, a character action game. Or, yeah, yeah slash Souls-like oh, with just a crab. How can I forget? Um, Pocket Card Jockey is coming to Switch, and I love it. And I will get it. And everyone else should, because it's a wonderful game. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I put so many hours on that back on the 3DS. And then, again, when it came out on iOS. And now again. And now I'll and do now it again. on Switch. Because it's good. There was a new Contra just yeah. randomly Galuga. showed off during this. Uh, I I always feel weird every time there's a new Contra put out. Because it's like, I feel like this should be a bigger deal than it is. But also, it's a... Also, clearly, like a remnant of a much more distant past for the industry. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they, I, ever I care yeah, about they keep country. wanting I, every once in a while someone will try to make a new one, but it's like there's never really a re anything that they're adding to it. To, yeah, to try because I understand that Contra was like the game back, yeah, I get it, uh, yeah. And Gunstar Heroes, unfortunately, is the perfection of that formula. You and Quack won't let me forget that Contra exists. What? I'm sorry. Contra's fun. 
Yeah, it's uh, like it's a fine it's series. Hard. <laughs> it's very hard. But yeah, there there's been uh some other kind of but yeah, Operation Galuga. And I, it's a weird name. It makes me think of Galaga. And I'm like, are yeah. they adding Galaga into the game? But it's Galuga. That would be cool. I That would be cool. <laughs> but instead, it's Galuga. It's, you just actually just play regular Galaga. Is this one problematically funded by the Saudi government like the other one? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> but uh, Penny's Big Breakaway. Curious question. There was a trailer, and it also released today, and it looks great. Um, that looks good, yeah. I thought it was interesting. I, I liked how the 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 trailers like from the people who brought you, uh, Sonic, Sonic Mania. Mania. And I thought I thought it's it's crazy that they they can just name drop yeah the, the game and have well also well, because no... like for some reason Sega is not really wanting to yeah. rehire those yeah, people yeah. to make more also Sonic David games for them. more monsties coming to Switch yes the you first love it, the first monster game Monster Hunter Stories. Yes. Operation Galaga is not Galuga. even it's not even a new game. What? It's a remake of the first game. What? Wait, so the <clears throat> first game was Operation Galuga. I mean this Contra, is Contra Operation Galuga is a thorough reimagining of the classic run and gun NES arcade game from the nineteen eighties. Wow. So they're not even adding Galaga to it. Shame. The new the uh, Switch console exclusive new Super Monkey Ball game looked Legit kind of the multiplayer and it looked fun. I what? really the, the like Super it. Monkey Ball game that they showed. I've never owned a Super Monkey Ball game, but I played a lot of Super Monkey Ball because um, my friends always like just random friends of mine throughout the years have had copies. Uh, I think I may buy this game. Um, yeah, they like the trailer was like they showed the regular Monkey Ball stuff, but it was mostly always, you know, devoted kind of to this, all of these new multiplayer modes, which looked like hectic fun. Yeah, like the Mario, like it's like that Mario Kart style of multiplayer modes um, that just, like, I, I don't know. I think that, that that's going to be a blast. Yeah. And, of course, Battlefront Collection, which is a day one buy. Yes. 64 player multiplayer online. A yes, perfect sir. video game with servers again. Yeah. Here we go. You love to see it. Can't wait. The perfect. Now, when I reference really, Battlefront 2, people will go back to knowing what it means. Genuinely, yeah. genuinely the epitome of perfection of squad based ship to ship combat so with good. vehicles. Oh, like, homes. Shoot mm. people in the in the in the space, and then you can land on the ship, and shoot people with the guns, and blow the ship up from the inside. It's a simple formula, and yet <sighs> rarely emulated. And yet, in a quadruple A video game in twenty twenty four, you can't even jump on someone else's pirate ship. It's true to <sighs> fight someone, but in this game from. 20 years ago. Quite literally. You could yeah. fly into the, the hangar the bay. The Pyre game started development 20 years ago. And you, could, <laughs> you could You could land with an X-Wing into a droid capital ship's hangar bay. And get in and one of their in, ships. Get in one of their ships. That was always the best thing. Or literally go take out their weapon systems. From yeah. Like, Love it. It is stupid the amount of stuff that they were able to do with yeah. this game. And they now, made it look so easy too. Oh yeah, it was effortless. Oh. Thinking. It's mm. it's wild. It's partly they, why they made you actually want to use the Y wing. Yeah, I mean, well, shut up. The Y wing is great. It's the Y wing is so slow. 
It's like my second favorite chip. So Number so one A-wing forever. Uh, A-wing, uh, you shoot it once and it blows up. But it's fast. Yeah, that's why you're good. You get good <laughs> and you, and you yeah, don't okay, get hit. Okay. Yeah. It's, sure. It's there. It's it's there for a Learn good to time, dodge, not a long loser. time. Where do you, yeah. Um, uh, oh, the A-wing's the best. I almost cry every time I see the life-size A-wing at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. It's just I look at it. I'm like, look it's at beautiful. you. beautiful. I could sit at you. Like, I could go do it <laughs> if I, I could wanted fly off to be right now. banned from Disney right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I wanted to be trespassed, I could get to you. Uh, the Heroes versus Villains mode, I... I played that a lot back in the day, but I love the most Eisley map, so I don't remember if this is true or not, but could you not play that on other maps in the original release? I don't, I don't think remember. Because so. they made a point about it in this trailer, like, oh, you can play this mode yeah, on I'm pretty sure different maps, and I'm like, It huh? was only that one map. That's so crazy. I mean, most Eisley was is my favorite map in that game, so like, I never had a problem playing that mode only on there, but I guess I just never realized that that was the only map I could play it on. My favorite was the Endor ones. Yeah. I like I like Kashyyyk. Yeah, I like Kashyyyk. Cool. All the maps in those games are good. Yeah, yeah. They're all good. But that, that game is part of the reason why I loved playing Pandemic Clone Wars so much, because... <laughs> The the board for that game is just yeah, the, the battlefront like oh, planet map. Nice. Man, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time. It'll be good. That's next month, March fourteenth. I hope so. I gotta I gotta play I gotta beat Rebirth before it comes out. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only uh Battlefront two is I gonna feel be like the only they, game that I can play the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, it should be mentioned that the Japanese uh, showcase had Mother Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo does not care about your wants or needs with Mother nope. Three. Nope. It's so will. weird. Like they, t- I I understand that they think that they can't localize it because the references won't make sense. Yeah. But they just could. <laughs> and, like, and have it not make sense to people who aren't native Japanese. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Or get a localization team there that is, is giving carte blanche to rewrite well, some of the, those things to things that we could actually get. Yeah, but they won't like, do that. I, and they won't. They won't take up the creators of the fan translation who have offered to let them use it because, I guess, it sets a bad precedent. I don't know. Yep. It's too bad. But they bought the people that did Metroid 2. AM2R. AM2R, yeah. Didn't they buy those people? No. No? I thought they They just shut it down. Those people went... uh, Well, it was one guy, and I think he worked on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Hmm. Yeah, that game is... Their next game is coming out. It's a Diablo Souls-like. It looks Diablos. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we appreciate you listening. Um, send in your emails. Send in your poetry. Send in your poetry. Join our Discord, and we will talk. It's not going to be next week. We will talk at you soon, because I, I don't know if I'm going to play anything new between now and next week. And we got to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, I won't be here next week. week. So, all right. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.